Hey, Halation family. It is your host and steward of Halation Lives, Devaru Shah. I am so excited that you're with me again, and we're entering now into season four, and this is episode one. This season is all about abiding in Christ, what that looks like, how we can apply that to our walk with God, and what it truly means to remain in a posture of abiding. Before we get started, I'd love to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I lift up the listener, Lord Jesus, into your precious hands, Father God. I ask that you minister something very specific to them. Pay them special attention as they listen to this message, Father God. I pray that it encourages them in their walk and gives them something fresh and new to enhance their walk. May this enhance their walk with God with you, Lord Jesus. May it um, give them a spiritual jumpstart as I share each and every scripture, Father God. I pray that they have a hunger and a thirst for your word, Lord, as they are dedicating a specific amount of time to you and to hear more about what it means to abide in you, Lord. In Jesus' almighty name, I pray over my mouth that nothing that is not of you, Father God, enter out of it, uh, that only things that are good and praiseworthy and of good report, Lord God, enter through through it and into this message. In Jesus' almighty name, I pray. Amen. So, as I mentioned in the prayer that... um, I pray that this message is a spiritual jumpstart. We do have, and I'm probably timestamping this um, episode, but you know what? (laughs) It is for whoever is listening. And you may be listening to this at, uh, you know, not in 2022, but I pray that it ministers to you regardless. So we uh, have uh, just under two weeks left before we hit a halfway point of 2022. So we have six months left of the year. And I feel like this is the first proper year where we're out of, um, we're experiencing like post pandemic. And um, where I'm at, we're not, no longer um, wearing masks. You know, there's not so much pressure about vaccinations and having a vaccine card and people are traveling more. So um, you know, we endured so much through 2020 and 2021 and that whole, it was stressful and everyone came out with, um, some type of change. Um, may, it might have been positive or negative. I feel like we all changed in, in our walk with God and a lot of things happened. And so, you know, coming into this next six months, and equipping ourselves properly for the next six months is so crucial. And I believe that God, it's not a coincidence that God placed it on my heart to share about abiding. And really what abiding is, is endurance. It is, but it's how you endure. It really is how you endure. And so I do want to share, there is, let me see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight scriptures that I have um, acquired for this message. And I'm going to read every single one of them because this is what the Lord revealed to me, that there needs to be a spiritual jumpstart. I know we, we just came out of Pentecost as well, the beginning of this month, but 
it's like you come out of Pentecost and then it's like it can, if you're not careful, go on a downcline. You have this spiritual high and then you come into the spiritual love because you're not encouraged to, you know, attend church. There's like all this promotion. It can be depending on what church you go to. I know at my, my church, there's a lot of promotion for, for, um, Pentecost and it's like, come to church and we're having all these events and, and guest speakers and come on, let's go. And then it's like, okay, back to like just Sunday service. But you know, I've seen individuals and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud. Thank you, Lord, that they're going to conferences, you know, they're going to Saturday morning prayers, you know, they're having connect groups and they're not allowing themselves. Like they don't, they're not just relying on the church, the building, and those who are, uh, work in there, in the building to encourage them in the walk with God. They're like, no, I don't want to lose the fire that I gained during Pentecost. And I'm going to remain in this, um, you know, special time with God and, you know, keep fighting the good fight. So spiritual jump start. Here we go. Let's jump right on into it. And what, um, like I said, what abiding really is, is endurance. And, um, so Hebrews 12, two says, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him. He endures the, he endured the cross disregarding its shame. So back when Jesus was on earth, dying on a cross was a a really shameful uh, thing. That was for like robbers and um, rapists and men uh, or women who had done horrendous acts. And so for a king, and that was our King Jesus, a Lord, a, a, a savior, a Messiah to die. It was die on a cross. It's very shameful. But, but... God had the last word. He was rose from the grave and we know that he he put to shame the death. And it continues, now he is seated in the place of honor. So he disregarded the shame that man put him in the the position that, that of shame that that man really oh the enemy put him in. He disregarded it. He did what he needed to do. This is, is, I pray that this is already ministering to you. Like we need to disregard any shame or condemnation that the enemy puts on us when it comes to our walk with the Lord and also sharing the Bible. Like I disregard that shame, that lie that the enemy is trying to tell me. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. So that was Hebrews 12 too. I'm reading all of this from the NLT today. So if you um, are someone who enjoys having um, specific specific scriptures <laughs> and highlighting those, um, that is the version that I'm reading from today. And then 2 Timothy 2.3 says, Endure suffering along with me. As a good soldier of Christ. This this spoke so much to me specifically um, in my season. I pray it's, it's speaking specifically to you also. Um, we have uh, 
I'm a part of a group called Weekend Warriors, not just a weekend warrior, and we, which means we don't just attend on a Sunday and pray it up and have a whole, you know, Jesus session at on a Sunday and then, you know, go back to Monday to Friday, like, or Monday to Saturday and it's peace out. And, you know, we're not just weekend warriors where <clears throat> we're, we're soldiers throughout the week and months and years. So endure, endure suffering along with me as a good soldier in Christ. And the graphic for the, um, the group, it's like, a, I guess you could say like the avatar is soldiers, like pulling each other up. And so when I read this scripture, I just thought of that image of that, how we are to be in community and to be soldiers in Christ, helping each other. And, um, you, you may not, I didn't, I've never served in, in that way. Um, but I can relate to how a soldier fights and how we fight. When you have a relationship with God and there's an intimate relationship and you're, you feel a burden to share and to minister to others and to believe for salvation for the people around you, you then become a soldier because you have a target on you and the enemy's going to attack you and there's spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is a real thing. And it's something that I've really in this season only just um, been experiencing in the way that I was like, ah, I knew that this was a thing. <laughs> I've heard others talk about it, but I hadn't really experienced it myself in the physical. Now there's this, there's, um, spiritual attack comes in all sorts of forms. The enemy is, and, and, you know, nothing that he's done is ever new. He, ha- it's old tricks, right? And so, but I know that I'm on the right track when something happens and it's, you know, I have, um, a, uh, prayer group, um, that is like a prayer connect group. If you would like to join that, uh, DM me, I would love to have you, uh, join us. It's on a Thursday evening at 8 PM and it is for women only. Um, if you are a man listening to this and you would like to get into community and prayer, I can also direct you, um, to a group of men. So no worries. Halation is not just for women. It is, um, for all believers, right? Men and women alike. So that, where, what was my point? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so when it comes to, um, oh, when it, I had my first connect, what had happened was the day of, I had some family drama decided to pop off right that morning. And then right before, as I was pre- preparing the medicine cabinet, like I'm not even joking exploded open like stuff flew out of my medicine cabinet and this is not to scare you but this is just to like share with you like this is the kind of stuff that we do have to endure to abide in Christ like stuff's gonna happen in the physical spiritually in um in uh you know people are gonna you know the enemy's gonna try to offend you in the church and you have to abide 
The enemy's going to bring disunity and discord when you're serving. And it's not a coincidence. Like we need to recognize it's an attack. It is, it wants, the enemy does not want you to be successful in your walk with God. So he's going to use people, you know, but God also uses people. Thank you, Jesus. And then the next morning I had had the, the connect was so powerful. Like I, I was so proud of the women that attended. They are just incredible women of God that I'm, I'm like, I'm gleaning from you. Like this is my connect group, but I'm gleaning from you and your walk with the Lord. And that's why it's so crucial to get in, into community and, um, have, uh, other soldiers in in Christ to do this life with. And that's what's going to help you to continue to abide and remain in that posture. And then the next morning, (laughs) going back to, you know, crazy things that happen, um, huge crack in my windshield. And my, my car is just parked, you know, it's not, we're not going anywhere. It wasn't, it wasn't borrowed by anybody. Like it was just where it's always parked huge crack in the windshield and I'm like yeah of course of course and I actually like there's a I have a mentor and a a woman of God that's been in my life pretty much from the beginning of me coming to uh, my church and she's been um, a, a huge um, influence, um, positively in my spiritual walk with God. And she, like you tell her, like, you may even be crying and just be like, Oh, this happened to me. And <laughs> this is a warfare that I'm battling. And she will laugh. Like she'll straight laugh. And I'm like, Oh, why are you laughing? <laughs> but now I laugh. And it's something that I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that you, you had led her to just laugh at every attack and bring joy to the situation because now things happen to me and I laugh. It doesn't even affect me. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, and I'll just go fix my windshield or I'll just go pick up everything that flew out of the medicine cabinet or I'll just like ignore, literally not even engage into drama. My family is trying to start who aren't who, who I am a believing salvation for, like who are not saved. I'm the only one saved in my family. So if that's you know that that does, it doesn't mean that just because you are the only believer in your family that you cannot abide in Christ. Like if I can do it as a single mom, immigrant from New Zealand, very little support system in my family, but also uh, like I have a support system in church, but I've had to be my own encourager in the Bible. It says David encouraged himself and I've had to do that too. So know that if your girl can do it, you can do it. I believe in you. There's no excuses. (laughs) We don't make excuses for ourselves and, and not abiding in Christ. So the next verse is, um, second Thessalonians three, five, may the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God. What is expressing the love of God? That is our lives express how much we love the Lord. Um, I've been like on stuck on this song and I love it so much. And I thank the Lord for leading me to this song by Bethel. It's called send me and the main, um, course in the song says, if I'm known for how I love, 
may my life reflect how much I love you. And because I believe that the way we love ministers to people and people want, people want that really that what they want in the world is not truly what they want because we know from walking this walk with God that only the Lord can satisfy our heart and um, what we what we need deep down as human beings, uh, um, as children of God. The only person that can satisfy is the Lord, is Jesus, is the Holy Spirit. And so may your life, as you endure in the things of God, like uh, as you endure in this world... May you abide in Christ and endure it with joy and peace and and in love. And then the second part is, and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. So the full scripture is, may the Lord lead your hearts. So may the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance So that's abiding. Abiding is patient endurance. It's long suffering. It's, it's a type of waiting. Patient endurance that comes from Christ. That is abiding. That comes from Christ. So I don't abide on my own strength. I abide from the strength that the Lord puts in me every day. That's why I pray that these scriptures are a spiritual jumpstart for you to desire more of the word of God, to have a hunger and a thirst to get into his word, to acquire for yourself full understanding and expression of love. And then Revelation 14, 12, this means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently. All of the things that I receive from individuals who are against um, what I'm doing in the body of Christ, like the mission that God has given me, the the great commission that he's given all of us and the assignments, I patiently endure persecution. That is abiding in Christ. Obeying his commands, that is also abiding in Christ and maintaining their faith in Jesus. It is maintenance. Like you don't do this without maintaining. You you never arrive fully. Like I, no one ever arrives completely. You become more, you become stronger in your walk with God, but you have to. It's almost as if this is how I can best describe it. The more you grow in your walk with God, the more you need the Lord. The more you grow in your walk with God, the stronger you become, the more of him that you need. And the, the, I think the best way I could describe it is like when you, when you go to the gym, when you go to the gym and you're working out or for example, or for example, you're learning a new language, you, I'm going to use the new language because I feel like I feel led to describe it in that way. Yes. So when you're learning a new language, if you don't use it, you lose it. 
And it's the same with once you gain um, in your walk with God and you're, you're, you've built something, if you don't continue to maintain the bricks you've placed on your foundation, you will lose them. Like they will just crumble away. So we always need to be maintaining things. It's like when you own a home, you don't just like allow it to just be like there's going to be things that you have to tweak and touch ups and um, replacing parts. It's the same with a car. You know, you're driving it every day and you're going to have to change the oil. This it's, it's the, we experience things in the physical and God allows us to have an understanding of what it means, like what his word means to a certain level to where we can apply it to our life. So for example, the word maintenance, that's that's what I just described is maintenance. So to apply it to our faith, we know what, what it means to maintain things. So why are we not having that same understanding when it comes to our faith and our walk with God. So maintaining means getting into your word every day. You may need to read more than you did in the last season you were with Christ. And if you want to maintain the fire, you need to pour more gas, right? You need to pour more fuel when it comes to um, your spiritual gifts. You need to practice them. You need to, for example, the Lord gave me um, a beautiful gift. As soon as I asked for it, I received it. And I was quite um, astonished at how good our God is that we ask and you receive. So I I asked for the interpretation of tongues. I And then that week I attended a prayer meeting. Um, and there was individuals speaking in tongues. And I just listened. Um, prior to that prayer meeting, I went to another prayer meeting and I listened intently to my own tongue. And, um, so that was how, you know, I required that, but I had to practice. I couldn't just go, okay, I have the gift of interpretation. Cool. Like, no, you got to use that gift. You have to put yourself into positions where that gift can be used. The same with the gift of prophecy, the same with the gift of knowledge and understanding, like being in God's word, that's where you're going to practice and build up your gift of knowledge and understanding. Um, uh, gift of mercy. If you feel merciful towards people, like you have to practice that, like no matter what happens to respond mercifully and to have mercy on, on people, and pray the Lord has mercy on them. That's a part of having the gift of mercy. So next scripture, because I, I, I want to finish this by uh, for 25 minutes. That's, I'm like, each episode needs to be no more than 25 minutes. So I'm going to run through these scriptures and pray that it, it um, gives you that, that spiritual jumpstart and that you can go forth and be so filled up with the Lord's word and you're able to help someone else in there. Cause that's what I hope this is a domino effect. I pray that as I encourage you in the Lord, you're able to go and encourage others in Jesus name. So, um, first Thessalonians, I read that praise the Lord. Um, yes, no first Thessalonians one, three, 
as uh, as we pray to our Lord, our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord and Lord Jesus Christ. So as we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful walk, work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Another way to abide is having enduring hope. If your hope is, is being hindered, get in, you need to get in your prayer closet, pray it up that the Lord fills you with hope. New, new God, fill me with a new hope that I, I may endure properly so that I can continue abiding in you. That is a prayer to pray. First Corinthians 13, seven says, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Love is the, the, the greatest of these is love, right? So having this love inside of you that is so, it, it, it can't be shaken. It cannot lose its faith. It, it always hopes, it never gives up, and it endures through every circumstance, that is abiding. That is how we are going to abide in Christ and remain abiding in the Lord. No matter what happens to me at church or in the world or in, in my home, I abide in the Lord Jesus because I have a love for God that never loses faith. That is abiding in Christ. James 1 to 12, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterwards, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Love, loving your Lord. And, and that's something that you have to develop, right? I didn't, the way I love the Lord now is not how I loved him last year. And it's not how I loved him the year before that. Like I look back on how I walked out my, my faith. And I go, I did not love God. Cause if I really loved Jesus, <laughs> like I thought I did, I would not have done that. I would have not have said it that way. Or I wouldn't, wouldn't have handled that situation like that the way that you live out your, your walk with God reflects the love that you have for him. And we're not perfect. And so this is not to bring condemnation, but this is to have everyone take a little inventory, humble yourself, sit yourself down and go, okay, if I really loved God, how, how will my actions reflect that? How will my walk reflect that does it means that you do get up and pray every day it means that you do get into your word every day it means that you do those things even if you're tired and you're struggling and you're frustrated and you're it because when you really love when you really love and this is the thing too we need to correct our love we need to help ask God to help us 
fix our love because we might not love in a way that's going to help our walk. It might be very skewed, the what you understand about love. So I think the first step that I had to take was God helped me to correct my understanding of what love is and what what that truly means for the way I'm to love you. And help me, God. And that's really what all I said was... (laughs) Like, I didn't have enough language in me to express what I knew I needed. And that's why the gift of tongues is also so crucial. It's it's crucial to have the gift of tongues. Okay, we're almost at 30 minutes. So I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to pray through this. <laughs> the last scripture I'm going to leave you with is James 1.4. So let it grow. And when your endurance is fully developed... You will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That is abiding. The true, trueness of abiding in God is letting that temptations come, letting the testing come, and loving God through all of those, and and needing Him to to help you, calling out His name, so that it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed. You will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That is that is a complete that is a complete description. I believe James 1.4 is a complete description of what abiding in Christ is. In Jesus' name. I pray that this encouraged you. I pray it gave you the jump start that you may have needed for this next six months. I look forward to sharing with you again next week. Be blessed. Uh, Share this episode with someone that you feel needs to be encouraged in this way. Until next time, God bless.